Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. And I'm Evan Novi Williams, and this is the Optimus Prime Sports Business Podcast, The Sportacast. Is that like a transformer? What, what, transformer what? is very good, Scott. Okay, thank very you, thank good, you. Yeah. So, are you saying that Dion has transformed the Colorado program? Is that, that, that is where we're going joke with this? I was going to make, and you made it for me. Our, our minds think alike. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it's scary how many times I'll look at you <laughs> and the same thing pops in, and we're like, "Wait, you're thinking what I'm thinking," and I know. All right, you know, I it's a little cliche, the Optimus Prime. <laughs> You know, but I'm going for cliche if it's not clear already. <laughs> uh, uh, I would say, lucky for you, we're not asking anybody, no guests this week, so we're not asking anyone to grade your performance. So, you know, you were thinking about it because my pal Rick Westhead, super reporter from TSN, happens to be visiting New York. He's in the newsroom, so he asked you if you were you know, preparing it early. <laughs> I think you think that's what happened there. You were starting to run through the possibilities. There was an Amazon Prime joke or Prime Video joke I was thinking of, and then I decided to go with the uh, with with the Optimus. And, and and what a first few weeks it's been, Scott, for 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 Deion Sanders in Colorado. Um, a, a big uh, week one or week zero win over TCU snuck by against in-state rival Colorado State this past weekend some jawing between the Colorado State coach and and Dion's program in the run-up and players emptied the benches before the game started um, both college game day and the Fox pregame show were in Boulder there was a everybody WWE wanted event. a piece of the rock was there um, Dion and and Boulder were it seemed like the center of the of the entertainment uh, industry uh, th- th- this weekend. Uh, what are your thinks, the thoughts a couple weeks into the Dion Colorado era? My thoughts are, I like what you just said because it's accurate. You did not say that Boulder, Colorado was the epicenter of the sports world. Mm. That's not what you said. You said it felt like it was the center of the entertainment industry. And I got to tell you, the, the more we think about it, the more we look at our sister brands in Variety and Hollywood Reporter, um, you, you realize that there has been this fundamental shift. And I bring it up all the time that MTV Cribs sort of started this whole thing of the, the athletes and behind the scenes and we want to see the homes and we want to see the cars and all that stuff. Now, this whole athletes want to be rock stars, rock stars want to be athletes. Athletes want to be tech billionaires, owners, entertainment gurus. I mean, think about what happened 
Deion Sanders, first of all, he has a, like a full-time social media team following him. Like his, one of his sons is actually part of that. In this day and age where you can take message direct to consumer and 30-second sound bites are what go viral, who is better than Deion Sanders at creating the moment that everybody's going to look at? And the other coach says, my mom taught me to take off my hat and sunglasses. Oh, the minute he said it, you're like, whoa, 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 no, you, you know what this is going to do. Like, if you didn't see what was coming with Dion having his own brand of sunglasses, you just knew. But what does he do? He makes a social moment. of. He didn't just give out the sunglasses to the team and have them show up for practice. He filmed the equipment people all dressed, you know, in shirts that said equipment, you know, Colorado equipment. He filmed them giving them out, coming in, the kids putting them on. He made a, a moment of it. And then, of course, that was broadcast to the world. And I don't know of anybody else. You tell me, who else could have pulled off what he's pulled off? Because of his stature as a former athlete, two-sports star, big brand, prime time, he was all about Neon, Dion, and look at me, and creating hub, and credibility. I don't know if anybody else could have pulled this off. Yeah, it's interesting, because what actually has he accomplished, really? He's won a couple games, he won a close he game that he was, people, he was not he supposed to He made people on the East Coast stay up late to watch Colorado versus Colorado State, which two months ago, maybe four people, only because they were tangentially related to players in the game, would have done. Look, if 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 Colorado had hired Kanye West to be its football coach, they would have gotten Kanye a lot of Kanye couldn't have won the football well. game. I, I'm not. We don't know if Dion's a good coach yet, right? In my, I know opinion, he brought he game. brought players good enough to win. That's what I know. He brought a, a bunch of players from his previous stop. The thing that I am wary about with Dion is you're you're absolutely right. It is. I have said this for a while. College football is a TV show. Outside of a, a handful of programs that really sell out their buildings week in, week out, for almost everyone who is participating in college football, college football is a TV show. Dion is taking that one step further and making it a reality show. Yes. And um, in that, he's been extremely successful. You're right. More people know Colorado. More people are watching Colorado. More people are following, are betting on. Everything about Colorado from a from a buzz and interest standpoint is higher. Um, they, they won a big first week game. They almost lost to a team they had no business losing to on Saturday night. I think the jury's very out on Dion whether or not the he's question a good is: coach Do people care about the reality show if they lose a game or two? That's well, the this, question. And this is part of my again. I I, I know you were, were thinking about maybe bringing up Wrexham, right? Wrexham is a is a was a fifth division English soccer team, right? That all these people paid attention to because of the Hollywoodization, the reality showization of their thing. And in the long term, is that good for for Wrexham? Is it good for for Colorado? Probably. I just I'm just not sure, and I, and I do worry or wonder if the the the, the, the truth about what Dion is doing when, when the lights are not on, when 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 the the quick little uh, hype video, social media posts are not posting, when the team is not winning, which I think at some point they're going to stop winning. Um, I, I wonder what the actual reality is underneath the reality show that people are actually enjoying. Well, that's the beauty. You just said I wonder, which means you know the only way to find that out is to keep watching. You got to watch the next episode. Yeah, well, I'm not watching. To be, to be totally clear, I'm not watching. You're monitoring. Um, but, you may not be watching. You're monitoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm fully expecting 
and you know Prime there, he's got to get ready for another game, so I don't think he can do it. But I am fully expecting the only thing we're missing is Ryan Reynolds and Deion Sanders doing something together. Like I fully expect to see Ryan Reynolds put something out in the next week or so where Dion is in Wrexham. <laughs> and he's at the pub and he's at the stadium and you know Robac O'Henny ma- ma- makes his 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 appearance because we're, we're we're peak like once you've had the rock and all the other celebrities like what's next like I really think it would break the internet if he showed up if if Dion and and Ryan collaborated on something in the next week or two it would, I honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. It feels very, and I, I know we, we said WWE, I believe, had its event in Boulder on, on Friday night last week. It feels very WWE to me. Yeah. It, it's very, you know, chest out, very, a lot of bravado. Um, but WWE is not competitive sports, right? It's entertainment. And uh, this is, college football is competitive sports. Again, I, I am I am worried at least a little bit that, that underneath all of the praise and, and Dion changing the game, attention that is happening right now, um, there is actually maybe a, a fairly sad college football story uh, bubbling underneath the surface there. And and we'll, we'll probably find out. But I I think you and I agree that Dion is probably props. not the coach at Colorado. <laughs> it's my duck lips. You're well, just there looking to create bulletin board material for Coach Prime, huh? <laughs> no, not me. I mean, this doesn't, this in no way, shape or form means I'm rooting for Oregon. It just means I don't have anything Colorado. And uh, my good friend Paul Swangard years ago gave me these. <laughs> So I have duck lips. Oregon is part of the national conversation this week. I happen to have duck lips that I now know how to use. Remember, it's a go. gentle, gentle <laughs> release of air. If you do too hard, you get nothing. But a gentle release of air. It's and more oboe than, than trumpet, yeah. But that wasn't bad. B, B plus, yeah, B plus. All right, that yeah. wasn't bad. I'll take it. A little stumble on the first one. I was a little <laughs> over-exuberant. Um, yeah, so what happens if, if they lose? Let's say they, they, they – where's the game? They're in Oregon, right? I'm not sure if it's, way, if it's home or away, but they're going to be, my guess is they're 10, 10 plus point oh, underdogs. We, 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 have, uh, we have bulletin more, uh, board material already we from do? this game. Apparently, I don't know when he said it, but apparently the Oregon coach oh, had been asked this. about Colorado and he was like something to the effect of, I don't remember them winning anything. Like what's, what have they contributed to the Pac-12 when like they yeah. did? I don't remember them winning anything. So if you if you don't think that's going to be talked about this week in the locker room, that'll be the fictitious um, enemy that they need to create to play against. But hey, we're, we're talking about it. The focus of the world is on it. Um, I don't I don't really separate sport and entertainment anymore. Uh, again, I go back to that that joint event we had with Variety, the Sports and Entertainment Summit. This is what the world is. Sports is entertainment. I don't know a lot of people who, like, I, my focus group of one was talking about Deion Sanders. My wife was talking about Deion Sanders. Neither one of them want to watch the football game. Yeah. But they were talking about Dion, going, wow, this is really something they've created, probably because they saw it on Access Hollywood and they saw it on Snapchat or whatever else. None of them can name a single player on the Colorado football team. None of them have ever watched a Colorado football game. None of them will watch a Colorado football game, but they're talking about the team and Deion Sanders. So that is all, not easy to do. If all of that is true, what what makes, and, and again, we know a lot of people are watching it, but I I, I guess I'm curious how, and, and this is a question probably for the Colorado provost or the, or the president, how do, how do you measure success here, right? Because if this team goes four and eight, 
in the two years that he's there, but everybody wants to watch it and everybody pays attention. Um, and then Dion leaves to, to go coach at Florida State or at Texas A&M or at Alabama or whatever it looks like. Well, if he goes is, four is and eight two years in a row, is do it, they hire him? Do they fire? I don't know. I mean, it's a do good they question, hire him? Right? Does he get that? Does oh, he get an I, Alabama I don't job know. if he's four I, and eight? Who knows? I, I have no idea. I just it it, it seems very. It, it seems like he is being evaluated on so many things outside of what we know about his football team, which is three what? games into into its tenure one right other now. Thing. I don't, one good I don't one, one bad on. one, and one. Okay, here you one. go, Evan. I don't know yeah. the kid's name because you know I'm not following my recruiting. Hold on. Here it is. What's his name? This will be the, this will be the determining factor. Um. Bryce Underwood, you know who, who you know who that is. I do not know who. That All right, is. I, I saw this picture and I see. I, I do this on the weekends. I see things. I'm like, we're going to talk about this. I imagine. Let me get this. Six foot three, two hundred and five pound Bryce Underwood. His star continues to rise following a dominant two year run leading Belleville to back to back state titles. He just visited Colorado. Here he is. Picture. I'm going to make it nice and big so everybody can see. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know who this guy is. I just learned about him this week. But here is this five-star recruit. <laughs> Who's he hanging with? Who's he putting on social media? Yeah, I, I, I see it. If Deion Sanders can continue, if this kid picks Colorado and the other best players say, I'm going to play for that guy. I don't know if he's a great coach or not. I never would know. But if he continues to get the best talent, they're going to win enough games and get enough attention where everybody's going to want to be a part of that program and he is going to succeed. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not going to say skeptical of him as a as a coach. I am skeptical of all the attention he's getting. Yeah. Here's my right now. Coma, right here. It's all on Bryce. It's all on Bryce Underwood. That's it. This kid picks Colorado, and this is going to be sustained success. There it is. Well, sustain, for who? I mean, Travis for the Hunter program. Picked, Travis Hunter picked Jackson State. And everyone thought it was the biggest recruiting coup of of the past two decades, and he wasn't at Jackson State two years later because his coach wasn't. Well, but that's this, my this point. Kid's, this kid's not picking Colorado. This kid's picking. No, he's Dion. picking. He's picking. Well, that's my point. That's my, if he can attract. Okay. If he continues to be the sun in this orbit, then he's going to be just fine. The best players are going to want to be there because they know they're going to get attention. They're going to be part of this reality show. People are going to know them. They're going to get the NIL money. They're going to play football. By the way, uh, in a really good conference. It's, what more do you want? Well, what so more I, do you want as an 18-year-old? I contend that if I don't think Coach Prime is in Colorado in two years, and I would so you almost go with guarantee that, so you that go this, with this kid is also not in Colorado in but two no, years. No, if, yeah. if that's my if Deion Sanders goes to insert school name here, then the player sure. goes sixty people of, will then follow him to insert school name, and he'll show up and he'll say, "I need my dogs and I need my leaders. You guys should go look but elsewhere." They're all wearing Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's exactly again. right. Yeah. And they're wearing the sunglasses. Yeah, that's it. It's us against the world. It's I follow this guy. We believe in this guy. And I, I, am, I am really, really interested to see how this thing shakes out. I, yeah, it's, I'm, it I'm is skeptical. a really interesting sports business story. It feels sticky in a way that, that gets old quickly. Is my, so sticky, is my not prediction. sticky. Yeah, sticky, sticky, not sticky. That's my that is my 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 Coach final, Prime think piece. Yeah. Final final score: Oregon or Colorado? Oh, go Ducks! I, I don't know. Thirty-five, fourteen, Ooh, Oregon. Thirty-five, fourteen. What are we? We're Oregon. a picks podcast now. <laughs> no, no. I was just saying. What do you think it's going to be? I, oh, it's, I, have, it's, I have no idea. Am I am I going to get? Am I? How about this? Am I going to get that Instagram moment where Phil Knight is pictured with Deion Sanders? No. No. So Phil says, I can't almost, help your program. Almost definitely not. Not going to do it. No, yeah. That's what I want to see. Okay. Well, that's what I want to see. All right. Well, you know who people didn't see in Atlanta? They didn't see Lionel Messi. No, they did not. Did not. I mean, didn't even show up. 
I remember when the NBA put its rules and it was like, even if you get arrest a player, and we're going to get to that in a moment too because it's all tied into what we're talking about. But it was like, you can't leave players behind and they at least have to be sitting on the bench. And then it was about the collared shirt and the jeans and the whole thing. I mean, if I'm an NBA fan or a soccer fan, like I don't care. If Leo Messi goes to the game but doesn't play, that to me is the same as Leo Messi staying back in Florida and coaching the academy team or watching his yeah. son, whatever it is. I don't want to see the guy sitting. I'm not there to see him. I'm there to see him do what he does best, and that's play. But I totally understand. And we knew it was going to come at some point. Uh, the only good thing, and I, and I say good in air quotes here, is that the 70,000 people in Atlanta, they probably are going to buy tickets or had tickets anyway. Yeah. This wasn't like you know where when they go to Chicago where a whole fan base is showing up just to watch this guy play. You know, Atlanta sells out anyway. Yeah, but I, I bet you a lot of people bought resale tickets. That, well, that is that. <laughs> I'm going to go Latin. Yeah. I'm going Latin on you. Ready? Yeah. And, and let me see. You were a Princeton guy. Let me know if you know. You know which <sighs> two I, words. I what, what's the Latin not. I'm going for? I mean, there's I only. No this idea. is so obvious. Where am I going in Latin? Ipso facto. I no. Caveat <laughs> emptor. Rasa? Caveat <laughs> emptor. You know what that is? I do not know. That's let the buyer beware. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what? You should have had an inkling that this guy was going to rest up and there was a chance, a good chance, a better than average chance that he would not play in this game. So you bought it. You paid the big money. That is caveat emptor. Buyer and, and, and we got a, a tease of this last month when when, yes. when they played at New Red York. Bull and, and Messi didn't start but did come in in the second half and, and, and had, a, had, a, had a great goal uh, before the end of the game. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but, did you say he scored a great goal before the end of the game? Uh, am I wrong about that? No, no, you're completely right. I just asked oh, okay. my wife, who was in attendance, and I asked her what happened. <laughs> uh, she she could not really uh, indicate that happened because, yeah. it, you know, in true non-sports <laughs> fan, I mean, she is a sports fan, but in too silly fashion, she wanted to beat the traffic. So yeah. the the roar of the crowd occurred while one uh, Kimberly was in the parking lot. Yeah, this is, and, and we can we can broaden this to the NBA as well because this yeah. is going to as. People learn more about load management and, and the, the, the best way to optimize players and talent and, and overworking and injury concerns and all those things. Uh, this is going to become a bigger problem in, in every sport, I think. And, and basketball became the epicenter of it. And we can discuss those reasons and what they just did about it. But the, the optimizing now for the, the best performance from your athletes and optimizing for the best experience for your fans can sometimes go be at loggerheads. Um, and, and, and I think basketball, what, what they did is the new player participation policy, um, essentially trying to get away from any massive situation where multiple players are sitting or they're not sitting on the bench or home or away and things like that. And let's get into all those things. But yeah, this is a bigger problem and it's going to continue to be a problem. You as, can't you know. tell the coach he has to play somebody. That, you, you know, you, you just can't tell the coach who he has to play. I remember the first time I remember this popping up and in, in any big way, it was the San Antonio Spurs. And I think they left the players behind. Whether it, I don't remember if it was Parker, Ginobili, Duncan, whoever it was, but I really don't remember. But they left a bunch of players behind and David Stern was not too happy with it. And the funny thing I remember, and again, this is bizarro, the stuff that sticks in your brain. This is, I mean, this is a number of years ago. I remember watching the game, and if memory serves, and please everybody tweet at me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I don't think so. The Spurs, with sort of their no-stars roster, almost won the game. It was like a one- or two-point game in the final 20 seconds, showing that maybe... 
Uh, Greg Popovich, Greg two G's or three if you count the first one. Um, <laughs> three, yeah. B A B A R. That's that's two. I thought you meant together. Um, let's see if anybody gets that reference. Um, but you know, maybe the coach knows his roster best and knows what his players need. And this this is an interesting one. I, I listen. The fans pay. They're the customers. They're the reason you can get the salaries and all that. But the coach has one job. The coach does not care about that stuff. When the owner tells him he has to care or she has to care, then I get it. But the coach cares about one thing. What does a coach get paid to do? Win. Win. Yep. And when you have a great veteran roster, whatever it is, I don't get paid to win this game. I get paid to win the championship. And a lot of teams will look down the road and say, playing this guy, that guy, or bringing him on the road trip with me doesn't help me accomplish the overall goal, which in turn, even the owner would agree, would result in more revenue for my franchise. I asked this exact question to Reggie Love, who's an executive. Reggie Scott, sorry, <laughs> Reggie Scott, who's I mean, an executive. Reggie Love got to do with it. Executive with, with the Rams, um, who runs their essentially runs their player health and, and medicine at, at the at the NFL team at South by last year, and he said essentially what you're saying is that he trusts that NFL that, that Rams fans want the team to win. And obviously that is his number one a priority, keeping people healthy and, 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 and winning games. And that while they sometimes run in run, run against each other, uh, he, he wants to think that most fans will understand that. I think the challenge for that is that it's not just fans of, of these teams. It's people that bet on these players yep. who don't give don't care if the team wins or not. Don't even really care if the player stays healthy for the rest of the season or not. Is is fresh for the playoffs? It's people who bet on these games. It's it's daily fantasy players. There's a whole other piece of the sports economy right now that 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 is predicated or, or, or dedicated on seeing players play in specific things. And 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 we can get into network network TV also, Scott. So let's actually hold on. Let's take a step back and let's go through what the NBA just did. They passed this player participation policy. Teams are not allowed to rest more than one star in a single game, so you have to spread out your stars if they want to rest. And the definition of star was? It's, it's NBA like all-star all in the last the first team years. or all-star in the three years. Yeah, okay. And then a couple other interesting ones here. Um, have to prioritize playing players during nationally televised windows. Of um, course. You can understand the business implications there. Yeah. Um, they, they want – this one I actually thought was the most interesting to me. Um, they're encouraging stars or teams to rest players uh, when they're at home. Yeah. versus on the road. More chances which, to see that player. You can understand how when, when, when LeBron goes to play... Uh, they in, only get to see him one time. In, in Minnesota, yeah, they yeah. only get to see him one time. Although, if, if I'm an NBA owner, I... I care way more about my own fans. My own than fans I care right. about the, the Minnesota Timberwolves yep. fans when yep. when the Lakers go to town. So I thought that was interesting as well. Um, and then um, the there's another one here that I wrote down that I actually can't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of stellar preparation we're looking for. Well, yeah. I mean, how about I, I push it, it forward yeah. to yeah, why ahead. is this happening now? It's because the NBA is embarking on negotiations for a new two. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just I I finally figured out I can oh, read go it. Ahead. Players who are not playing need to be visible to fans sitting on the bench. Yeah, so so not like what Messi did, uh, where, where they don't go to games. Yeah, you have uh, to if go. LeBron's and you not have paying. To be on the they bench. want him on the but bench. That's and, why I brought and, up and, like and, and I don't fancy. do I care if I go see. All right, uh, I'm trying to. I want to make the best example. Like, who is my what's like just must watch NBA player? Right? Is it LeBron? Wembenyama, whatever. Pick up, All right, let's say this. Yeah, but whatever. Let's say let's just uh, out of respect to the old man uh, because that's me. Let's say LeBron's coming to town. I I don't I understand what we just talked about earlier, like entertainment and sports and entertainment and just seeing him there is like oh wow star power. Like, but I want to see LeBron play basketball. I don't 
care if he's sitting yeah. on the bench. That means nothing. If that really is like that's the the motivation, like let him stay home and rest. I I don't need to see him. I need to see him play. Yeah, and and, and going back to the home versus away for a second, I, I am I was kind of shocked to see this in there because I I, I do obviously understand that that there's a lot of stars are, are visiting draws and a lot of smaller teams rely on those games sometimes. Certainly yeah, not. Yeah, they actually the promote the visiting degree. teams. Yeah. But it just seems like the, the the wear and tear of travel makes away games seem more likely to be the kind of games that that you want to give want uh, want to give rest to. Yeah. It just seems like the and 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 yeah, you're right. The the the, the TV deals are being negotiated right now. Um, so much of this obviously seems very geared at business implications and yeah. not competitive success implications. Uh, yeah. Imagine I know baseball's different. Like they're they're in the dugout, so you don't really see them. But oftentimes. When you're finishing a series, a baseball team will send the next day's pitcher ahead mm. yep. so that they get good rest. They're not, they don't have to sit for the closeout game and then travel with the team. They go a day early, so they're in the new city waiting for the team when they get there well-rested. That wouldn't play in the NBA. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then one last thing on Messi, just because it, it, I wrote it down here. Um, there <laughs> oh, and you this, wrote it down and you and can, I read, can it. read it. Yeah, there'd been all this attention about whether... Um, whether Messi would play on turf, he said that he had no problem playing on turf. Atlanta United is a is a turf field. Uh, I have no idea if that is just a pure coincidence or if there is anything more there, but maybe something to keep an eye on for MLS fans moving forward as well. All right. Uh, I also wanted to touch on it's media on media, but it is in a larger sense just a bigger sports business story. Yeah. That Mike Mike Babcock lost his job with the uh, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, I guess uh, some players had sent notes to Paul Bissonnette, who has you know really created this this persona for himself. It's sort of a central figure in sort of the, the player aspect of hockey on uh, Spit and Chicken's podcast, and yeah. he's also on the Turner broadcast. And you know he's become a, a, a really influential person. And it was all about like Babcock was asking players to look through their phones to see their pictures and trying to figure out what kind of people they were apparently. And I, I, I guess there were, there was enough uh, of the younger players uh, when the NHLPA investigated where it became a thing. And, you know, clearly there was uh, uh, some anti Mike Babcock sentiment out there among the players and they sort of had made a mission out of getting them out of there. Uh, yeah. They were not going to let this go, and well, they succeeded in in the end game. There, Mike Babcock is uh, has been highly successful from a wins and losses standpoint in yeah. in NHL history. Has also left a number of teams uh, in 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 the wake of some controversy, including most recently the Toronto Maple Leafs. So this is not someone who has a, a sterling uh, reputation in the uh, in the locker room. What do you think would have happened a year this? ago if if the phone rang? You know, Mike Bob, Babcock's phone rings. And it's, oh, hi, Mike. I am, you know, insert name here. Um, I'm from the HR department here at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about something. You think he's taking that call seriously? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not, which is probably part of the part, right. of, part of the problem and here. And that's what I mean about and it's a sports business question. For some reason, 100%. people think sports teams are different than businesses. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not different. This is, sports teams are businesses, folks. Just like your local Walmart, your local hardware store, they're businesses. I know they get portrayed as community trusts. I get it. They are businesses. They are not community assets. There is somebody who put money in to say, I own this business. And, and there are a lot of people that dismissed 
originally what 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 Paul Bissonnette said on Spit yeah. and Chicklets because it's a barstool entity and barstool also does not have the most sterling media reputation. Um, and and Babcock and, and and the captain of the team Boone Jenner put out statements uh, early last week saying that this was all overblown. This wasn't a big deal. It wasn't exactly how they said it was. And then two days or three days later, Babcock ends up ends up resigning. Uh, that also looks really bad. So the attempt to make this look like it wasn't, and, and we don't know the full story, but the attempt to make this look like it was nothing when clearly it was something and something very serious that led to this Hall of Fame coach uh, losing his job before he coached a single game. Um, that attempt to cover it up also looks really bad. All right, let's keep it in hockey. And this isn't strictly hockey, but I can tell you if you hang around youth hockey rinks, as you know, I do, I probably spend more time in the rinks than I do in my house or in the office, sadly. Thank God for Wi-Fi. Uh, you will see BioSteel stuff everywhere. Yeah. Uh, bio, and, I, and I should point out, BioSteel is a uh, sponsor of my son's program. Mm. So uh, I don't even know what the program gets. I know, I know they showed up and they passed up BioSteel yeah. water bottles one day. I'm like, ooh, great. What else did we get? Is my tuition being cut because BioSteel is now a sponsor? Uh, maybe it would have been a bad idea for BioSteel to be spending money. I was going to say, maybe we've uncovered the problem the, here. Yeah. yeah, what's the ROI on that? Because do you have the, the specific numbers on how much BioSteel spent and what the ROI was? The, yeah, so so BioSteel is is an athletic uh, drink company. Crowded, kind of like crowded a, area. Yeah, it's an upstart trying to do what Gatorade and Powerade were doing. Um, declared, essentially filed for beginnings of bankruptcy uh, last week. The, the company that owns 90% of it, which is Canopy Growth, which is ironically a, a weed company, publicly traded weed company said that it was going to stop funding the business because of heavy, heavy losses. Um, revenue in the last quarter, Scott, it was about 24 million US dollars. Um, and their losses or, or their expenditures were, were, were more than five times that from the numbers that I saw. So really bad ratio. Five time, five yeah. X revenue. That's a bad thing. Yeah, that's a, not going to really, sustain. A really bad ratio. Um, and I think the, the, the basic story, as I understand it, is this is a company that spent a lot marketing wise, hoping that at some point and at some point fairly quickly the uh the 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 buying would catch up to the to the attention and and you're right it seems like everyone i've talked to around hockey they had the the league-wide nhl deal yep. deal with a number of teams it obviously infiltrated deep into the the youth portions of the sport as well um they, they had a lot of brand equity they had paid a lot of athletes to be endorsers um, there, there are people, uh, Connor Bedard, the, the, the young hockey star, was an equity holder. Patrick Mahomes was an equity holder. DeAndre Hopkins was an equity holder. They clearly thought that, that, that spending a lot to pair with teams and to pair with athletes was going to get this brand out there in a way that would balance the marketing spend. And it didn't happen. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, it looks like this company is going, uh, going belly up. They're laying off almost all of their employees, going from 190 employees to about 10 employees, Scott. And we'll see what happens in the bankruptcy proceedings. If somebody buys this asset and tries to make something else out of it or if if the thing goes away but we talk a lot about athletes as endorsers and and investors and 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 when they hit it big and unfortunately i think for a number of athletes in this uh in this company i think biosteel may may end up being a loss all right yep well it is a great brand in hockey if somebody can figure out how to cut the expenses and just be like how do we wring every nickel out of youth hockey and, and hockey fans and hockey players all right. I will tell you, uh, how about a quick, I do have a good story. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our old coach uh, happened to be an NHL player and should, I, I believe, I believe was probably also an investor in BioSteel at their early, <laughs> their early stage, but I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know for sure. So, but I believe, but one day showed up uh, with a bunch of powder 
in the locker room, you know, like the cherry and grape and whatever. It's the first time anybody. So, of course, I guess the kids were eight or nine at the time. What do they all do? They dump it in their water bottles. They fill it up. They shake. So my focus group of one, of course, you're supposed to take that bottle onto the ice with you, right? He finished it in the locker room. But what do you think happened between the second and third period? I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Do you think he left the ice to do that because he was playing? Oh, boy. No. Probably not. No, did not. Went, went right there in the pads. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yep. Proud of him for that. Yep. Told me after the game. <laughs> Didn't know what to do, so just did. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Focus group of one. I had to clean that up. All right. And by the way, congratulations. <laughs> friend of the program, friend of you, friend of me, Liz Moulton, right? Mm, yep. Joining Elevate Sports Ventures. What's her title going to be? Chief Talent and People Officer. Reports to another friend of the program, Al Guido. They're going to launch Elevate Talent newest division no we're not getting paid to say that just we've known liz a long time uh we know we know al very well so congratulations to liz maybe we'll have her on the show and see what she's she's building over there congrats to both of them uh yeah bo- both good people uh and yeah until, until we interview her um you can uh, catch scott and i here at the sportacast he is scott Sashnik on twitter at Sashnik. i am evan novi williams on twitter at novi underscore williams the show is produced by aaron greenewald and keith zanardi shout out to both of them sportico's digital media editor Cora Veltman would like you to know that you can follow the show at Sportacast, which is the hub of the Sportico Media Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.